0: Do you want more time? Do you want more money? Do you want more success? Do you want to really start turning your business into a legacy that you could look back on one day and say, wow, that was pretty cool? Well, tune in for the next 10 minutes to Irene Gutman and Tom Ose's podcast, Work Smarter, Not Harder. Here's our hosts now. Good morning, Irene. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Good. That sounds like a song. Is that a song from someone like the Beatles or uh, Metallica? I have no idea. <laughs> All right. Well, if it is, I'm 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 pretty certain that it's not Metallica. So let's just assume that if it was a song, Good Morning, Irene, it would be along the lines of the Beatles rather than Metallica. Oh,
1: it's a. Uh, come On, Eileen. Come on, Eileen. I swear at this moment you mean everything.
0: There it is. Yeah, yeah it sounded familiar, you know rhyme there was something in there related to that so see if it wasn't for you being on this show i would have never known that fact and you would have been just fine knowing it well <laughs> uh, you know i don't like to suffer in silence so here we are
1: okay so um our topic for today would you like to talk about going deeper in your marketing
0: That's a good question. Um, Sure. Yeah. We're picking up on last week's uh, message, right?
1: Um, I have to think about that. I was actually inspired by one of my clients recently.
0: Oh, all right. Then see, that's really what we lead with is inspiration. So why don't you hit us up with that and I'll just chime in.
1: Okay. So um, I have so much fun doing my writing marketing with my clients. And I always start out a little bit nervous, like, are we gonna get it this time? Because you don't know what you're gonna come up with, but it always happens. It always happens. And um, we were like celebrating.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and because it came up with this very powerful marketing language around um, a product that doesn't seem so deep, okay? Mm-hmm. We, so we're talking about the benefits of the product and what it's going to do for um, a customer. And we went beyond the surface, you know, beyond the surface, it was, you know, it's a very tangible item, like really, is it going to change your life that much? But when you actually talked about the surface, go on into the, why would somebody buy this? What would it do for them? Right. And, and what, what would then, what would that do for them? And you go deeper, you know, into just the, besides the surfacing, let me think of an example. Please. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm buying um, oh gosh, I'm sorry. See
0: now see now I get to bust your stuff because every time I, I go off script, you're like, uh, Tom, what are we talking about? But now I'm coming back at you. Give me <laughs> an example.
1: Good, I got I, I I have empathy now. Okay. So let's say I'm working I'm presenting to a group and I'm doing a PowerPoint, okay? And yeah. somebody wants to um, teach me their services for how to you know they want to give me their services for how to do a really professional looking PowerPoint. I've never done one before. I know that sounds really outdated, but it's the best I can think of on the spur of the moment, right? Right. Me wanting to buy that service, okay, investing money in that service is is so that I can do a PowerPoint and it looks all shiny and professional, right? So mm-hmm. why behind that? The why behind that is that I want to look good and I want to have authority and I want people to believe what I'm saying. And I want to avoid making a fool of myself. But more than that, I want to convey a topic. I want people to believe me. I want to have credibility, authority, um, and professional respect. I want to have influence. And if I show up with a dowdy-looking... PowerPoint, and apologizing for this mistake or that mistake—it's just going to erode that.
0: So, me. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred and fifty percent. I completely agree with you.
1: And this is a metaphor because I work with my clients is confidential. I'm not using that as a real example. So, what I'm giving you is very different than what I do with a client. But the point is, why am I really buying it? I'm not buying it for the PowerPoint itself. I really don't care that much about the PowerPoint itself. I'm buying it for what it's going to do for me. So. Right. In the- that acronym, the WIFM, you know, a W H I what's in what's in it for me, right? And uh-huh. it's a, there's a surface what's in it for me. Oh, I want it to look good. I want to do a good job, right? But then there's going beneath the surface. Yeah. Look good. I want to have influence. I want people to believe what I'm saying. I want my boss to see me being very professional because if they see me being very professional in my PowerPoint, they will take that and expanded to oh she's a very professional person she's a very knowledgeable person she'd be great for the next promotion etc so right. many layers of meaning um and if you can tap into some of the primal motivations of people it really helps so one of our primary motivations and this is true for everybody although a lot of us would not want to admit it is looking good and avoiding looking bad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it, it underlies so much of what we do i would say um some people would say all of what we do or most of what we do.
0: Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was watching The Last Dance on Netflix this morning. And um, if you're a basketball fan, uh, you'll relate to this. But it's essentially uh, the final year of Michael Jordan with the Bulls. And they're going for their sixth championship in a row. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching it this morning. And in one of the, uh, the final games, he was going up against an old teammate. Um, that made him look bad on the court. I'm referring to uh, Michael Jordan. He you know, made him look bad on the court. And when I say that, basically, he just had an off night. Oh, he only did like about 16 to 20 points. Terrible, terrible <laughs> night. <laughs> you know. So, but that motivated him to come back the next game and score some insane amount. I think it was like 35 or 45 points. And you know, he he used that um, that feeling of. Not wanting to look bad in front of—I mean, not just a stadium, but in front of the world—right? Because nationally recognized, obviously, that fueled him. And but he used it in a positive way. He used it in a way to propel his team to a win. I mean, not just in that particular game, but the championship yet again. Um, it's pretty impressive.
1: It really is. It's a powerful driver, and it's not there's nothing to be ashamed of. We're all human beings, right? um and if you bring it into the marketing um that and other truths and you tap into it you know, you have to be careful how you say these things you don't want to be like oh you know buy our product so you don't look bad right you gotta go a little bit deeper than that and have a little more finesse And that's why we work so hard on the words um but what i'm saying is point of the whole thing today is don't stay on the
0: surface if you so what you're saying is when i meet with clients i, I would basically say So, what can we do for your website so that it doesn't look like crap?
1: (laughs) Yes, like that friend of friend of ours. um, Yes, who said because your your marketing shouldn't s blank blank blank. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Our friend. Yep.
1: Yep. Absolutely howling. He just spit it out one day. Yeah. So anyway, um, yes, yes. So if we have the guts to go a little bit deeper, we touch our clients in a deeper place, a true motivation and they can respond to us. Also, they understand that we understand them.
0: And it's tough too, because I mean, there's all these different business forces that come at us from various angles. And if you look at it from the perspective of the client, I mean, obviously the client is really trying to get the best possible value for his or her dollar. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're gonna want what they want. And it's very tough to basically sit in the pocket and say, all right, well, if I say the wrong thing, I'm not gonna get this project. What I would suggest, and maybe Irene, if you can agree or disagree with me on this, is confront them early on, before you sign the contract, before you sign the agreement, before you take dollar one, let them know who you're dealing with. You can be an authentic person and really just try to capture the things that they want, but also confront them on the things that are going to take them off of that successful drive to the winning basket.
1: Uh, yeah, I think, I think I'm agreeing with you. The metaphor is I'm a little lost in the metaphor. But yes, um, all, everything I'm talking about happens before you sign, before they say yes to you. Because yes. if you tap into a client's motivation at a deeper level, you're also saying, hey, I understand you. And it's okay that you feel the way you feel. And hey, if, I under-, and if the assumption is if we tap into a client's deeper motivations, they assume that we are also going to be really good at our jobs. And we are. We are. You can't. You shouldn't use this steeper um, marketing if you're going to to manipulate somebody and not do a good job. That's just sleaze. But if you are going to do a good job and you're going to give them everything you're promising, then it's authentic marketing, and you're validating somebody, and they can trust you.
0: You know, it's funny that you mentioned that about you know people trusting. I I watched this show last night. Uh, it's called Bad Vegan, also on Netflix, and. This, and it was about a business. It was a vegan restaurant in the city. And there was, I mean, you know, this woman, you know, seemingly well-meaning business person got hooked up with this guy that, I mean, I could just listen to him on the phone conversations that were going through. And, and I er- immediately got this feel like, oh, my goodness, what a con artist. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way that he was really trying to, you know, get, get over on uh, not just this woman, but her, her business and everything. It was really, it was horrible. And it's tough to find the right advisors to be able to help you in the right direction.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could use uh, manipulative language and sound very authentic and be totally uh, conning somebody. Um, Yeah. But I think people, most people know, most people are good people. Most consultants are good. And most people know, you know, if you're tuning into them or not, because they know how they feel talking to you and they listen to the things you say. Your words are going to have a lot more impact if you're also matching them emotionally.
0: And, and if you have a good quality PowerPoint presentation that really takes their uh, part of their mind, because humans are typically 80 to 85 percent visual. If you have a really good visual, mm-hmm. no matter if it's props or what you have on the screen or whatever have you, that delivery will help take the pressure off of what you're saying so that it helps you to be more authentic and honest with the people that you're trying to help.
1: Yeah, it's consistency. It's consistency. It's saying I'm really Giving my 100% to everything, and I'm going to give my 100% to you. Mm-hmm. And by I use gra- a graphic designer for a lot of my stuff because that's what's what I'm about. I don't want people to think I'm one of those halfway people. So,
0: right. Anyways. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, our, our uh, let's just say our capabilities, and I'm not a graphic designer, I'm not good at it. But once we inside the company hired a graphic designer to, first of all, redo, give ourselves a facelift, we, oui, we, oui, mm-hmm. uh, but then help out the clients, it, it really, It changed the paradigm a little bit.
1: It's really powerful stuff. Yes. And that's why we that's why we pay money for things that seem very surfacey, But again, it's the underlying message that's important.
0: Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. See, just in case you're wondering how that whole podcast happened, studio audiences, Irene hopped on. All right. She brought up a topic. I rambled on about this, that, or the other, but Irene obviously had much better points. And then toward the end, we tied it all together into the main theme. And that's our presentation for today.
1: That's our dance. That's a dance we do.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is a dance, right? It's exactly what it is. Are you there? Bye,
1: everybody.